Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you, wherever you are in this world. Listening to Clef Signs, I'm Captain Keith, and today's new episode is on the brand new movie that came out this weekend, Respect. Uh, it's the Aretha Franklin biopic. Is it biopic or biopic? Either way, we'll say biopic. Starring Jennifer Hudson, Academy Award winner Jennifer Hudson as Rita Franklin, and Academy Award winner Forrest Whitaker as her father, C.L. Franklin. Uh, And also, Marlon Wayans as Ted White, and Audra McDonald as Barbara Franklin. So, I mean, there's a a host of, uh, just a great cast. Also, this film is directed by, if I'm saying her name correctly, Liesl Tommy. It's spelled L-I-E-S-L. So, and Lisa Otami, uh, prior to directing this film, Respect, she also directed uh, Jessica Jones, the Netflix series in 2015, and The Walking Dead in 2010. So, I believe this is her first uh, film uh, uh, directorial debut. Uh, prior to that, it was television, as you can see, as you can hear. So, getting into this movie. So, I saw the movie today, and uh, where do I start? You know, I had just recently finished watching Genius Aretha, starring Cynthia Erivo as, as Aretha Franklin. And I've been able to now go right from that to this. And uh, I, was gonna, I was skeptical at first about this film. I really was. I didn't know what to expect. Um, but when I saw the trailers for this movie, I had a good feeling about the film. And uh, I can definitely tell you that that good feeling did not go away. Uh, I enjoyed this film immensely. Uh, I was impressed. Uh, they made sure that this film, which is a little over two hours, is definitely... Uh, different from the Genius miniseries. Uh, there, there was no real copycatting at all. Uh, it was definitely... It gave me more detail than the Genius miniseries that was for eight episodes. Ironically, it did. I didn't know how Forrest Whitaker was going to measure up as C.L. Franklin compared to Courtney B. Vance's phenomenal portrayal in the Genius Aretha miniseries from National Geographic. Uh, but I can tell you that uh, Forrest Whitaker did a great job. He played a different. So it, it's like Courtney B. Vance and Forrest Whitaker had split C.L. Franklin in half. Uh, Courtney B. Vance's portrayal was, you know, controlling, slightly controlling, slightly abusive. Well, no, well, he was abusive, um, but more womanizing. You knew that Forrest Whitaker's C.L. Franklin, you knew in this film that he was a womanizer, but you didn't see too much of that. You saw more of him being controlling and abusive uh, uh, emotionally and a little bit physically. But you got to see the more uh, the more angry side of C. Of, of Franklin, or should I say a passive-aggressive side. Um, and his portrayal was excellent, too. I felt like it was just another side of C.O. Franklin. Uh, I felt like 
Courtney B. Vance and Forrest Whitaker both did a great job playing C.L. Franklin in different ways, if that makes any sense. So Jennifer Hudson was amazing as Aretha Franklin. Uh, this movie basically starts off, this movie gives you more uh, continuity uh, with um, Aretha's upbringing. They start off with her as a young child. So they don't, they don't, there's not a whole lot of flashbacks going on in this. So there was a lot more momentum with this film uh, that I observed and I liked. I mean, basically the movie starts off where um, her father wakes her up while she's in sleep. She's asleep in bed because uh, he's having a Saturday night party. And uh, he asks her if she wants to come down and sing. And she's like, yeah. And when you see the people at C.L. Franklin's house for his Saturday night party, it's a bunch of famous people. You know, Sam Cooke, Dinah Washington, Art Tatum. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a, uh, basically a who's who of black celebrities down down there having a good time. And when they saw Aretha, you know, all eyes were on her. And the next thing you know, you know, she performs a song uh, with Art Tatum on piano accompanying her. And uh, she was like, what, 10 years old. And she did a great job. And you could see that Aretha was magnetic and charismatic even as a little girl so and uh you find out basically watching this film that you know her father and within the family was famous for having Saturday night parties and usually he would have Aretha come down and sing so so C.L. Franklin knew that his daughter Aretha was special and that she was going to be a great singer he did definitely uh, encourage her in that regard but as I said before, when you watch this film, you get a much more passive-aggressive but controlling C.L. Franklin. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, but I was impressed with the other details that this film had that the miniseries didn't have. Uh, I was definitely impressed in that regard with what I did see. Um, you get to see Aretha's mother earlier uh, within this film unlike in the miniseries where you don't really see her to, until towards the end of the miniseries. Audra McDonald plays uh, Barbara Franklin. And by the time you meet her in this film, I mean, it's, uh, it's already established that she's divorced from CL. But, you know, she's uh, picking up the kids and the kids are so happy to see their mom. And you can see that C.L. Franklin's four children love their mother. So, as I said in my previous podcast, Aretha Franklin's mom did not desert her children. She loved them. Um, if anything, she wanted full custody. Uh, but C.L. Franklin wouldn't allow that. And, you know, there's other things that happen in the story. In regards to, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a public record that the mother dies. The one thing that's consistent with this film versus the miniseries is that once again, there's a phone call given saying that she passed away. And I wish they would have went into more detail of how she passed away. Um, instead, of just going, just, instead of just going with the phone call. So I, so that's something I didn't like. And I didn't like that in this film or in the miniseries. So I wish that would, would have been different. But this film gives you, like I said, more detail. For example, you see that Aretha Franklin and Smokey Robinson were friends. You see Smokey more than once. So that was cool. That was missing in the miniseries. Um, I enjoyed that. There was a talk about Motown. And, and you have to watch the movie to see what was said about Motown and Aretha in that regard. Uh, 
I felt like I was watching Aretha Franklin when Jennifer Hudson was on screen. I was amazed at how good she was, how she carried herself, how she spoke, how she talked. Uh, it was cool. It was uh, it was really good. And of course, you you see her sisters, um, and the scenes they have shine as well. So, and with that cast, let me get into that cast. We'll get a little bit more extensive with that. Haley Kilgore played her sister Carolyn Franklin. And Seikon Semblo, if I'm saying her name right, played her sister Irma Franklin. So, and that was cool. And once again, you find out that Claire Ward was always an important person in Aretha's life. And she was someone who was in love with uh, her father. And even though they weren't married, I mean, she carried herself as if she was like uh, his wife. So she was this mother figure to Aretha. But Aretha's grandmother was there, was basically always there too, Mama Franklin, played by Kimberly Scott. Uh, so she was there helping Aretha with her children by the time she had them. So it's a, uh, it was very, it was very cool and was there was a revelations in regards to when the sisters all talked about uh, their parents and what was going on and the parallels in that regard. I enjoyed that. This movie gave me more, like I said, it gave more detail. Like you get to see her when she gets signed to Columbia and how that whole process went, you know, what was going on with her while she was at Columbia Records. You get to see that. So, and I'm starting to wonder, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I have this feeling that, as I said in my previous podcast, that someone in this camp definitely paid attention to the Genius Aretha miniseries to look at what they did right and what they didn't do right. And they, and I think this movie is better because of it in that regard. Because, like I said, you know, I wanted to know about her time at Columbia Records, and you see that. And Mr. Hammond, John Hammond's the man who signed Aretha to Columbia Records, played by Tate Donovan. He did a great job. Uh, and Mark, Mark uh, Marin or Marone, played Jerry Wexler. He was great too. He was he was <laughs> he was a, a more funny Jerry Wexler than in the Genius miniseries. <laughs> Which is ironic because David Cross is a comedian. But David Cross was great. I mean and Mark uh Marin or Marone, uh he was funny. I mean he was serious but he was funny too. He was very likable as Jerry Wexler. I, I yeah I enjoyed him immensely. <laughs> I did. This movie, I mean, once again, this movie is a little over two hours, so it had a lot to cover, and they, and they did a, a pretty good job in in covering what they needed to cover. Uh, you see, you don't, you don't just see Aretha Franklin as you see her in her glory, faults, and all. Uh, you, you know, you see that she had some. You see, she was a young woman who went through some changes and within the film they're not afraid to show you that part of her and I'm glad it did because it made her more relatable when you watch this movie so I was I I, I gotta tell you watching the scene where Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin as it, it comes to Motion Souls 
uh, studio in Alabama for the first time to record with the new musicians that Jerry Wexler has put together for her. Uh, watching her work on I Never Loved a Man the Way That I Love You, it was, it was like magical watching that come together. I mean, you feel emotionally invested when you're watching this movie and watching her come together, especially when you know that, that amazing song which became her first hit. And it's just, uh, and watching, you know, Aretha on the piano, uh, you know, instructing the musicians on what to do and what not to do. And so often when you think about, uh, uh, you know, soul singers, you don't always think about, and divas, about the musicianship that they may have. And uh, as that said before, uh, previously, I mean, Aretha was an amazing singer, but she was also a great musician, you know? So she could sing well. I mean, she could. She was one of the greatest singers of all time, and she could play piano well. And it's actually a treat to watch her sing and play piano. It, it just really is. And the feeling that she's giving you. But yeah, when, when they were creating I Never Loved the Man the Way That I Love You, that was, that was amazing. Uh, and then, you know, when you get to the when they get to the part of the film where she finally well be even before she uh, records respect, you hear her and her family. Um, you see her and her family enjoy Otis Redding's you know original version. So that's so it's acknowledged where like where is it kind of it, it really wasn't in the miniseries. So so with this podcast today, I guess uh, I'm doing comparison and contrast. <laughs> So, now, this film, I felt thoroughly entertained. Uh, I really liked what I saw. I was amazed at all of the detail that they did give me within a short amount of time. Uh, you see Aretha work on, a, uh, on one song that was, um, there was, uh, uh, Ain't No Way. You see her work on that song, and there's a special meaning to that song. Uh, in regards to Aretha and her sister Carolyn Franklin, because uh, Carolyn Franklin wrote the song and Aretha f- fleshed it out. And, you know, you find out. Now, it, it's not addressed in this movie. Uh, well, like, like see, I don't, I don't want to give too much stuff away, so I'm, I, I'm not going to really do, you know, any spoilers. I'll just say that that was a real cool scene. And there's, there's a lot of great scenes, and I felt very confident every time Jennifer Hudson would sing because I knew that she was going to pull it off and she didn't. She sounded amazing. Uh, like I said, she really did channel Aretha Franklin. Uh, her mannerisms, the way she walked, the way she would look at <laughs> the people in her life. <laughs> it was very cool. It was it was really good. Archie McDonald as her mother was amazing. You could see that she was a very strong, uh, loving woman who could be strict um, and you could tell that she wanted to spend more time with her children than, than she was given. And unfortunately, you know, she was taken away too soon. And of course, you know, that's going to affect a child's life when their parent is taken too soon, when they're young. How can that not affect, you know, your life? So I wanted to definitely mention that there were just great moments watching so what I what I realized watching this film is that Aretha Franklin has something in common with uh, 
Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, uh, and, and Beyonce. <laughs> her career didn't change until she fired her father, who was a manager. And all those famous people I mentioned had to basically do the same thing. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and once, you know, their father, who's their manager, discovers them, promotes them, nurtures them, but can only go so far and can't see maybe the bigger picture. So once Aretha, you know, let go of her father as a manager and she hooked up with Ted White, who became her husband, things started to change. And, you know, and Marlon Wayans is Ted White. I, I, wow. He was incredible. I, I did not recognize him. He was Ted White. He did a great job. It was crazy. I, I'm, I'm still like in shock. Because <laughs> like, that's Marlon Wayans from A Living Color, man, and the Wayans brothers. But when you watch him in this film, you, 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 you're not saying that. Nope. Not at all. You're like, oh, I don't like him. He is Ted White. You don't like, but at the same time, this film shows you that he was Ted White, her ex-husband, was instrumental in helping to mold her career and put her on her path to become the icon that, that, that she became. So there were some things about the Aretha that I, I didn't realize uh, that I learned watching this film. And that is that she was the first uh, woman inducted into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. So now, the th there were some things about the film that it gets dinged on. Basically, there are certain, I mean, not everything in this film was completely accurate. That's why when, whenever you see a movie like this and if they say based on a true story, uh, that's, you know, that's them giving you leeway saying, this is based on a true story. What that really means is that most of this is true, but some of it is not. And there were scenes in this film that I were led to believe were true, that, but but there weren't. They were embellished, or they did, or they didn't happen at all. So, and I, and I still never understand why people do that when you're making a story about someone's life. I think I think that's kind of damaging because, you know, when we talk about visuals, when people watch movies on things like this, and you see it, you know, if it's directed well, you believe that's how it happened. How could you not? But I will I will say this though: it doesn't take away from how great this film still is. Uh, this film was an excellent film. Jennifer Hudson was amazing. She killed it. Um, and, but, and, but when I saw the trailers, I had a good feeling about it. And I wasn't disappointed. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, and, and I was pleasantly just happy. Uh, my instincts were right about this. This was a great film. I'm going to watch it again. I can't wait to buy it. And I would love to know if there's any bonus footage. Um, but if, if there is, I won't get that to it like, like on, like on Blu-ray. But Jennifer was in her element. Uh, Aretha handpicking her was a smart move. I felt like I got to know who Aretha Franklin was. And I was definitely entertained. But Aretha Franklin was always a, a guarded person. So there's lots of things that, that aren't said, but you wonder about. And there was symbolism. There were some dark things that happened to you that you were like, ooh. So there was symbolism. There was, some, there was definitely some darkness. You can see that she definitely has some demons and that just all makes for a great story and I feel like most great musicians that's kind of part of the course 
And this production wasn't afraid to give you that and show you that. Whereas the Genius miniseries, uh, Aretha with Cynthia Revo, didn't no, they they didn't go there. It was like it was like they were it was like they were kind of afraid to, or they were afraid to. So and once again, I guess I just get frustrated with that one because it was eight hours, it was eight episodes. When I watched this film today, the Respect movie, I didn't have any questions. I felt moved. When I heard the songs, I was getting into it. I was singing along. Uh, certain parts of this, you know, got me a little, uh, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're very moving. I'll just say that. We're very moving. The director pulled you into the story. Lisa Tommy did a great job directing this film. She pulls you in. You feel the pain that she goes through and you feel um, Aretha Franklin's frustrations as well. You can see the greatness just simmering waiting to burst open. And when it does, you know, you're elated. You're, you're elated too. And there are some very powerful scenes. Definitely. But yeah, it just kind of blew me away. I didn't think about it until after I started watching. I mean, until I was, you know, in the movie theater watching it that, as I said before, you know, she had to let her father know, uh, you're not managing him anymore. You know, Ted's going to manage me. And that made that made all the difference. You know, CL knew his daughter was special. He knew that she could sing and she was great. And by by the way, all three of his daughters could sing because Carolyn and and Irma, you know, were her famous background singers. So you know, and, and Aretha needed that, and, and you know, and that was cool. So all three of his daughters were special. It was just a question of who was going to lead the pack, and Aretha led the pack. Aretha wasn't the oldest. But, you know, she let the pack. And it's just interesting because C.L. Franklin in this film, you know, he thinks that she should just... He, he wasn't trying to limit her. He thought that she was going to be a certain type of singer, especially since she came up in the church singing gospel during his sermons. You know, and when she left him and got with Ted, Ted wound up being abusive. Ted was similar to her father. She just couldn't see it. But Ted also helped put her in the, in the right direction. He helped put her on her path. And you see that. And it's it's amazing. So you get to see how abusive Ted White was and controlling. But you also get to see how helpful he was and supportive and nurturing. So he's not a one-dimensional character. Uh, so Marlon Wayans, like I said, did a great job playing him. He, he really did. The cinematography was great. The music was amazing. Uh, the soundtrack they gave, it wasn't just Aretha's music. There was great music from the 60s in this film too. Uh, all Yeah, all of it was really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a, a lot of fun. If anything, when the movie ended, um, I, I just wanted more. I really did. I wanted more and the young girl who played little Aretha, did a great job. Sky Dakota Turner played young Aretha Franklin. Adorable, cute, she did a great job. And Titus Burgess as Reverend James Cleveland, he was amazing, um, I enjoyed him. Mary J. Blige played Diana Washington. That was interesting. Uh, I do enjoy the scene where she's in the dressing room talking to Aretha about not having hits. 
but there's a scene before that that I didn't really care for and I didn't feel like I was looking at Diana Washington I feel like I was looking at a man Mary J. Blige uh, so I'll definitely say that but the scene in the dressing room I did enjoy that was a powerful scene Gilbert Glenn Brown played Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and he was cool uh, watching him talk to Aretha about what's going on with civil rights that was important so yeah this this movie it was it, it did it accomplished a lot if you never really knew about Aretha Franklin and you watched this movie I think you will become a fan I think you will look for her music um, so in that way it definitely entertained because after watching Jennifer Hudson play Aretha Franklin I just can't see anybody else doing it after watching her do it because Jennifer Hudson's voice is amazing and it's it's just weird because she has one of the best voices I've, I've ever heard and like Aretha there just seems to be like she doesn't seem to have any hits at least not yet as a as an artist as a solo artist so it'd be great for Jennifer Hudson to get some great songwriters and producers to give her what Aretha got eventually when she got with Jerry Wexler you know give her her own Jerry Wexler or Pharrell you know um, or Dilla you, you know just her own great producer or D- Danger Mouse I mean Rick Rubin all that stuff but yeah this film like I said it was powerful it, it, it pulls you in it sucks you in uh, and like I said when you hear her do the songs you know, you're, you're there, you're singing with it, you're shaking your hand. I know I was in the theater. Yeah, I was just, yeah. You know, you are taken to a, a different time. And that's what you want a director to do when they're making a movie. You want he or she to do that. And that's what was done with this film. So Lisa Time did a great job with the direction. Definitely. Uh, so I said, I mean, there are some certain scenes that weren't completely accurate, but like I said, you know, it was still entertaining. Uh, this is based on a true story, so I'm going to say they probably got 85 to 90% of this correct. And there were certain things that were said that weren't said in the miniseries, so I would definitely encourage all of you good people to Planet Earth and Known Universe to definitely uh, watch this movie. Um, you won't be, you won't regret it. It was, you know, you'll feel good watching it, you know, and yeah, yeah, you'll feel good watching it. Definitely. So, but I guess my only biggest complaint, once again, I wanted to hear Do Right Woman, Do Right Man. I wanted to hear that. I didn't get that in this movie or in the miniseries. I love that song, and I just, I don't know why they didn't do it. <laughs> was that was that song only a hit for me? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But Respect, uh, the Aretha Franklin story starring Jennifer Hudson. It's a great movie. Definitely encourage you to check it out. You will like it. Um, you it just give you a, if you don't have an appreciation for Jennifer Hudson you will once you see her in this everybody did a great job the cast was amazing uh, yeah definitely um, an amazing cast well good people of the planet earth and known universe hope you had a good time I know that I did uh, if you've enjoyed what you've heard please hit like favorite or subscribe and feel free to leave you can on certain uh podcast platforms that I'm on you can leave a message for me if you want Uh, any comments will be received by me and hey 
I appreciate any feedback. I also wanted to say, in comparison contrast, with Genius Aretha starring Cynthia Erivo versus Respect starring Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson's Respect is a much better uh, movie to watch versus the miniseries that was Genius Aretha, ironically speaking, because you would think that with with eight episodes of Genius Aretha, a miniseries made by National Geographic, that it would be more detailed. But I felt like in a lot of ways it wasn't. I felt like this, you know, movie that was over two hours, but under three, was uh, more detailed and definitely more entertaining uh, to me. Uh, Jennifer Hudson was much more believable to me as Aretha Franklin. Uh, she did a great job. And whenever she sang the music, I felt like the spirit of Aretha. I, I was excited when the songs were coming together in a movie. When I watched the miniseries, I didn't feel that way. I, I didn't. There were some small, there were some scenes here and there. And another big difference in comparison to contrast between Genius Aretha and Respect is that the supporting cast was excellent. They did a great job. I think Cynthia Revo is a good actress, but she just, I just felt like, I didn't feel like she was playing Aretha Franklin. I felt like that was a story that wasn't about Aretha, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't I didn't believe her, unfortunately. Uh, with respect, the whole cast did a great job. Everybody. Everybody did a great job. Uh, with Jean Aretha, uh, the supporting cast, especially uh, Courtney B. Vance, they, they carry, he carries that film, and, and the supporting cast. Uh, yeah, that's just what I, that's just my opinion. So yes, if you're a Aretha fan, you should watch them both. If you don't know who Aretha Franklin is and you're curious, or you've always wanted to check her out, then I would recommend Respect. So definitely, yeah, most definitely. So I just wanted to mention that. That So this was a review on Respect and also a comparison contrast in regards to Genius Aretha versus Respect. Cynthia Revo versus Jennifer Hudson. Both talented singers, both talented actresses, definitely. But, you know, one got the belt and the other one didn't. But it's okay. But like I said, if you're a diehard Aretha fan, watch them both anyway. So you can compare and contrast to see what you can think. And there's some people who like the miniseries uh, more so than the movie. Uh, I'm just not one of them. But good people on planet Earth, thanks again for listening. As I said before, and uh, until next time, see you somewhere out in space. <laughs>